Hello, and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with... Justin McClue, and if you can't hear, uh, our other podcast co-host is so excited to talk about going overboard, he's already laughing in the corner. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> Who are you, sir? <laughs> I'm Colin Kenyon. <laughs> Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> We started the podcast and Colin went, I'm always ready to talk about going overboard. And then he just started laughing. Oh, it's my favorite uh, Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn movie, man. Oh, who doesn't right. Who doesn't love overboard? Oh, no. Should we reference it as its much better title, Babes Ahoy? No, it had another title. I think it was the unsinkable Shecky Moskowitz. What's his name? Shecky Moskowitz. Moskowitz, Moskowitz Project. Oh. But most people probably know it because it is... Uh, the first Adam Sandler movie, even though that he recently accepted an award, and he said, when I did my first movie, Billy Madison, he's like, you liar! You know why? Because this barely qualifies as a movie. Ooh. It's funny to think that even he, the person who did... Has, like, forgotten about it? No, he is so embarrassed by it, apparently, that he won't even include it in his, like, on his webpage, his official webpage. Wow. It's listed nowhere, so even Adam Sandler has, like, standards. What do you think Sandler? that is? I don't know. Well, I mean, if you look at the production behind it, this was a very thrown together movie. And uh, <laughs> you don't he, say. he has standards, I guess, that he doesn't think that this is worth his oeuvre. You know, Adam Sandler recently showed up at a screening in L.A. of Shakes the Clown, which he has really? a pretty big role in. Yeah. Oh, I haven't and he's seen like, I like this movie. So, you know, I'll come and I'll do like a Q&A with everybody else because everybody kind of got together. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's like Bobcat Goldthwait, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Bobcat Goldway's directorial debut. Right, okay, okay. But we're here to talk about Going Overboard, a oh, film that fooled many a teenager <laughs> picking up out of a Walmart bargain bin. <laughs> yeah, people who were Adam Sandler fans. So apparently, like, it came out in 1989. It mm-hmm. did horribly. I think it was the title, The Unsinkable Shecky, Shecky Moskowitz. Moskowitz. Um, and then when Adam Sandler got bigger in the 90s, see, I think this was years before he was even on SNL, right? Oh, wow, okay. Um, they re-released it as Going Overboard and gave it a terrible cover. Yeah. Uh, and I think it still didn't do well. When did Adam Sandler get on SNL, Colin? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Mm. I think it was 90s, though. Yeah, it must have but, been the 90s. Because yeah. it was 1989. Billy Madison came out in 95 or 94, I yeah, think. Yeah, it must have been the early 90s. So this is like very young Adam Sandler. He's so young. He's a baby. His comic persona is uh, <laughs> ill-defined in this picture, unless it's bad stand-up is what uh, he was aiming for. I think everything yeah. in this movie is ill-defined. Mm. It's just yeah. off the mark. Well... So uh, April talked about the production history of the film. So from what I can tell, this was a production that was produced by a guy named Adam Rifkin. People don't know who he is. He's kind of like a um, filmmaker who's done it all. He has like the dream life is that he was super young. I think he was 18 when he got to, when he produced this film in 1989, I think. Holy crap. Or maybe in his early 20s. And he made a film called uh, Never on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And he only was able to make this film because he had like a friend's dad who said, if you write me a script that can be made for under this amount of money, I'll give you the rest of the funds to make it because I'm a video company. We'll just direct, uh, release it direct to video. Oh, okay. And I think that this film, which was uh, produced, co-written, co-starring Adam Rifkin, but was actually written and directed by Valerie Brayman. Who is his wife. Uh, were, were they in a relationship or I, were they just I, I, They may have been in a relationship yeah. at the time or maybe got married later, but she is in the movie making out with him. Mm-hmm. So they were probably going out. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling they probably were going out. <laughs> maybe they out. had shot that scene and it then is, they were like... The, and, she, and she was like, he is such a good these kisser are the, these that are the I'm two, all It in. is the most disgusting kissing scene. It's the scene. tongue kissing scene. Oh, they add all this like 
Foley. gross sound effects. Oh, it's disgusting. Adam Rifkin, uh, people may also know him because his biggest film uh, he wrote and directed, mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which, yeah. Have you seen, Colin? Uh, I did, yeah. Shot in I Toronto. See. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Is that his biggest film? He also made The Chase with Charlie Sheen no. and uh, Kersey Swanson. Yep. I want to say people know Detroit Rock City. Though. Detroit oh, Rock sure. City was a big release because I remember there were oh, a yeah. lot of trailers. Eddie Furlong. I, I remember like Kiss pumping the crap out of that movie <laughs> on, it, on like you know appearing on mad tv to mm. like oh, don't forget to see our movie that's coming out this weekend adam rifkin was also the showrunner slash um lead creative force on the goosebumps ripoff i think it was bone chillers it was called the tv <laughs> oh, show i haven't even heard of you that you may have seen the books of them they're very funny goosebumps ripoffs uh but yeah he lived the dream because he came to hollywood he did what he wanted to do he wrote uh big movies he wrote small soldiers and he wrote mouse hunt as oh. well yeah he was a writer too yeah i actually like mouse hunt yeah uh, mouse hunt is great Right? Uh, Small Soldier's not so good, oh, but at least it's it. swinging for the fences. And it's really funny that um, I think that uh, the scene in the movie where like they buy Small Soldiers from the David Cross character, they're like, we'll just give you whatever you want. And David Cross is like, you'll never give me enough. And they turn a check. He's like, oh, yes, I'll do that. It's like, that's how the script was bought from <laughs> Adam Rifkin. Isn't that a Joe Dante movie? Yep, it is. It is a Joe Dante movie. He directed movie. that? Small Soldiers? Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. do I not know That's why the like cast of... Um, like all the dolls yeah. are all like really famous like old timey oh, war actors like Ernest Borgnine yeah, and, and Tommy like Lee that. Jones oh and like uh, what's his name Jeff Jeff Gardner Jim Gardner <laughs> Jim, never mind cut this James out Gardner. James Gardner yeah, James Gardner yeah, yeah there you go yeah the that's Rockford, why Rockford and Files. Adam Rifkin also like directed uh, Psycho Cop 2 which he did <laughs> direct a video under the name Riff Coogan he also did Invisible Maniac which is a running flop house I, gag which like, is about a, a guy who goes invisible and goes crazy he wants uh, to spy on naked women wow. so he's had quite a career he did a National Lampoon film that he starred himself Stone Age where it's like he's like a caveman <laughs> oh my god and he also did a Penn Jillette movie um, oh that's right Director's Cut that came Director's out recently Director's Cut yeah, yeah. yeah. that was so, one that we heard stories about that didn't get into TIFF. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then uh, Penn Teller was, or Penn and Penn Teller. and Teller. <laughs> Teller was Penn really mad about it. Wait, they're not one person? Yeah. <laughs> um, he was complaining about it on uh, YouTube or something. Oh, he was like, like how yeah. dare they not let us into TIFF, which mm. was partially our friend's fault. But you know what? Uh, I I don't think that movie was was Midnight Madness material. Yeah, you know what? I own it on Blu-ray, so because I'm an Adam Rifkin oh, fan. Really? <laughs> he also made uh, Giuseppe makes a movie about Giuseppe Andrews, who also co-stars in Detroit Rock City. I've like never heard of any of these movies. And uh, he makes movies in the trailer park where he lives. It's like a documentary about him huh. making a movie. So you know, I'm an Adam Rifkin. Wow, fan. Well, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of the female writer and director of this movie. So let's talk about her for yeah, a little Valerie, bit. Valerie uh, Brayman. Brayman. Let's not take it away from Brayman. her. Although I mean. Should, <laughs> who should take the blame for for this movie? Because it's a really terrible yeah. movie. Possibly. Uh, why both did you of them? first of all? Why did you pick this movie? Yeah, so we're doing a new thing now where we're taking turns picking movies. Usually, it's more of like a group pick, but I wanted to pick this movie because well, Uncut Gems just came out, man. No. Yeah, you want to ride that um, Adam Sandler train, even though we did not get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, you um, want to go right back to the beginning where he it was, started. Yeah, he was horribly snubbed. So let's look back at what is probably known as his worst movie and also read the IMDb reviews for this because oh, they, they oh, are they're so good they they're are so scathing good. there's so many one out of ten worse than cats like some of the more one stars than I think I've ever seen cats is entertaining uh, yeah. I mean it's like w- this phenomenon of like taking an old movie by a, a, someone who's just recently become a comedy star yeah and I think that's what people are angry about is that mm-hmm. they got like hosed thinking it was like a more modern comedy I get you because yeah. that's not really on Adam Rifkin I 
I mean, he made a bad movie, and Valerie uh, Brayman. I like how I, I'm putting the blame on Adam Rifkin the entire time. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he's got a pretty big role in the movie. <sighs> the movie feels a lot like his films. It even like okay. has the same kind of plot of the Dark Backwards, which is about like a really terrible stand-up comedian who wants to do stand-up, oh. and he's just awful. That one stars. Uh, Judd Nelson and and um, why can't I think of his name? He just recently passed away. He directed the Perfect Game and Identities and Aliens. Come uh, on, uh, <laughs> we're all having brain farts. Uh, He's in all of James Cameron's films. He was his good friend. <laughs> Bill, oh, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. All I could think of was Billy Bob Thornton, who is also <laughs> going overboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, so I forget where I went off of this. Um, oh, yeah, because the movies dark are similar. Backward. And like, the animated sequences and the way it's kind of shot as well. Oh, very... I have at least heard of that movie, yeah. The Dark Backward. And you I said you not. were a fan of the writer-director because she made another movie that yes. you like. Uh, so when I was in high school, I rented a movie called Blockbuster called Love and Sex. And I think it was because I, <laughs> I maybe I recognized Famke Jensen because because she was in X-Men or whatever. You just thought it was a porn. Oh, no. Yeah, you like hid it under your... I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't get it from Blockbuster. I think I watched it on like the movie network or something. Ooh, did um, you pay for it? No, I can't. I, I didn't have any money. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> thought it was a porno. No. It's actually <laughs> a romance, sense. a romantic comedy. And I thought it was a pretty good one. It's, it's funny. And, you know, I remember really liking it. Flash forward, what has it been, like 20 years later? I saw that it was on Amazon Prime just recently, and I rewatched it. I was like, this still holds up. It's still good. I thought it was funny. How sexy is it? <laughs> um, there's no, like, sex actual right sex scenes in it. But I, it does yeah. star Dreamboat John Favreau yeah, as well. Yeah, so it's about Famke Jensen, who dates a bunch of different people, and uh, one of them being John Favreau. And she keeps going back to John Favreau because they're meant for each other. But John Favreau plays, like, a ladies' man, and it's it's kind of a little bit shocking to Which, see. Is there anything yeah. he can't do? As <laughs> I revealed uh, today to April, that story is based on the writer-director and Adam Rifkin. And John Favreau looks exactly... Exactly like Adam Rifkin really? in this movie, that's and really he's named funny. Adam as well. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so great. weird. Yep. Oh my god. So going overboard, we've kind of <laughs> been avoiding the plot because what is the plot is going the overboard? Plot? Well, it's like literally Adam Sandler explains everything <laughs> yes. to camera. Well, the movie opens with this is really weird. It's kind of uh, we keep cutting back to this scenario. It's Burt Young from the Rocky films mm-hmm. playing Polly. Playing, uh, yeah, Polly, it's T- Talia Shire's uh, brother. Mm, in, and in uh, so he plays General Noriega in this <laughs> Who movie. Who is apparently a real person, well, I found Manuel out. Noriega. But mm. it's, he, they never say his first name in this movie. They just say it's General Noriega. Who and just wants to watch some pornos at the beginning <laughs> of the film. He's looking yeah. at this pile of VHS porn that he has. And then one of the tapes is, uh, was it? It's, it's the unsinkable. Shecky. It's uh, yeah, it's the, original the original title, title of the movie. So he's watching the movie. So he puts the movie in. The unsinkable like, Shecky Moskowitz. Moskowitz. Uh, yeah, so he <laughs> puts the thing Moskowitz. Moskowitz is the American tale of mouse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fievel. Yeah. Yeah, Philly Moskowitz. <laughs> so continue. Yes, the general wants to watch a VHS tape. Uh, so, you know, he skips the porn and uh, puts in an Adam Sandler movie. And then, so this is the movie and we keep flashing back or not flashing back, just cutting back to General Noriego. Is he enjoying it? It doesn't seem like he is. I, I can't, he's very sweaty. Yeah. Well, it's the, very hot where he the is. The movie gets really meta because... Um, <laughs> well, we'll get to the Adam Sandler story later, but the Noriega thing is he's watching the movie and then someone in the movie he's watching insults him personally and they say that he smells really bad and so he brings in these two bumbling idiots who are like his henchmen mm-hmm. and says, go kill this woman and they're like, 
kill the woman who's in the movie and he's like yes and so they're and okay. he's like stay tuned and then they yeah. zap him into the team no they just kind no. of go on a boat and find the boat and they the somehow movie. find the boat and then they're in the movie that he's watching and oh, so isn't weird. that a crazy uh, yeah that's funny that's idea. some funny meta it, stuff it's like, a neat idea I guess sure but it's like everything is just so slapdash and like thrown so together half-assed. and it's just like let's throw everything we can that's just wacky and yeah but there wasn't even that much thrown no no, no. that's yes. the problem is it's so like threadbare yeah like the film starts with Adam Sandler turning into the camera and he's like listen we just had a boat to shoot on and this is a real low budget movie so yep this is what it is he let's said, cut to some babes he yeah. said no budget and yeah. I, I appreciated the honesty like mm-hmm. he's telling the audience hey this is why it sucks um, uh, watching the movie I was like man I wish I had this much money to make a movie <laughs> yeah I know well, actually I looked it up afterwards and everything he says is true mm-hmm. it's like this boat they had access to this boat that was going to Cancun uh, for like a beauty pageant so the whole boat was filled with these beauty pageant contestants mm, and, and who are interviewed throughout the film in talking heads it's so weird which I guess is supposed to be funny I, yeah. I guess hey it worked <laughs> for in uh, when Harry met Sally <laughs> oh yeah that's right all the beauty pageant winners <laughs> Harry met Sally yeah. and so the plot is that Adam Sandler wants to be a comedian mm-hmm. for He's, some reason he can't really explain it no nah, um, well, that's all he just says I just want to be a comedian yeah I just want to make people laugh he's a waiter on this cruise ship which mm. is one of the most rundown ugly <laughs> shitty. looking it shitty. looks like um, your favorite restaurant that used to be in Toronto Captain uh, John's Captain John's <laughs> but it is a real cruise ship we found out so yeah. these beauty uh, queens are <laughs> real life beauty queens are on there <laughs> it's the kind of cruise ship that all the decks are covered in like worn out astroturf have you <laughs> ever been on a cruise ship I no I never ever 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 will go on a cruise really? ship really yeah Ooh, no. those are some uh, great last words well yeah. I mean it's kind of topical right now um, I think uh, people are stuck mm-hmm. on cruise ships right now with the coronavirus to, um, April that... I'll go on a cruise ship with you no I actually <laughs> get seasick uh, I, never go on I, a cruise I've ship. been on a boat uh, just like a little one you know going where do they call Fer- fairies <laughs> on one fairies <laughs> and I get uh, motion sickness so you take a pill for that. Uh, well, that's what they say. It's but, called uh, a tranquilizer. No, I hate the idea of being stuck in a place in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, these things with all like, these weirdos. It's just like any... You always hear about these... Like Adam Sandler's. <laughs> You always hear about these norovirus outbreaks on cruise ships and like, you know, everybody's shitting their pants. Do you? I've yes, never, I've yes. never heard about it. Are you like searching it online? You're there like, was a very famous ship no, there outbreak. Was, there was a famous story from uh, years ago. I don't know if this was a norovirus outbreak, but mm. everything broke down. Coronavirus? Uh, no. This no, is Noro. Virus. Noro. I don't know what that is. Uh, the the Nor- Norwalk virus, I think it oh. is. It's when you get the 24-hour flu. Oh, flu. They're vomiting, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, shitting, yeah. and it's just, uh, it's like it. some sort of, it spreads by fecal matter. So mm. it's like these cruise ships, you got kids running around. They're just mm. covered in disease. They're in the pool. Hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this one cruise ship, uh, it was like a fire broke out and, you know, took out the engines. And basically, they were stranded at sea and uh, all the sewage was like leaking up through these through the decks. Yeah. So everybody was was stuck on, I think for like a week or something, shitting in bags on the... on the. I mean, have you seen Titanic? That is also <laughs> a cruise ship that goes down. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about why not real... to take a cruise ship. Shit, shit, shit. So yeah, people were shitting in bags and then they ended up uh, at some dock and then everybody was mm. res- being rescued and then one of the buses that were picking up the, the survivors broke down on the way (laughs) (laughs) I mean this is like the worst example yeah Yeah. so that's why I'll never go on a cruise ship (laughs) just that specific case yeah I mean if this movie ended with like everybody shitting in bags it would have been much better than what we end up seeing (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the rest of the plot. Uh, he wants to be a comedian because there's ship comedian, which I kept thinking they were calling him a shit comedian, but it's <laughs> ship comedian is Dickie like Diamond. And Dickie Diamond is a real loud mouth and Adam Sandler doesn't like him. And through a, a coincidence, he ends up getting locked in a bathroom. So Adam Sandler is a ship comedian and that's it. That's, yeah. that's uh, pretty much the whole it. Movie. Well, it's because he's jealous of Dickie Diamond because he's surrounded by babes. Yeah. And, and, you and know, he can't score with the ladies. He's really obnoxious and I, I read that he was based on uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Which is really funny. Oh. I wish the, he was more Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, they should have got Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Dice Clay in 1989, is he still on the top of the heap or is he... Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. just getting, yeah, as popular as he can be. This is like around the time that like Ford Fairlane came mm-hmm. out. So he's at the top of his game. That's right. The top <laughs> of his game. Which was like a little pile of shit. But yeah, like we mentioned like the uh, Noriega's henchmen find them and they are trying to kill one of the beauty queens. Only they get distracted because they want to be stand-up comedians too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the end. I would have loved <laughs> if this movie like built to Adam Sandler discovering his little voice that he uses all the time. Oh, no. Like, this is the comedy okay. man. I just chose me people. Again. Yeah, he wasn't even doing that. No, I know, he hadn't discovered it yet. Yeah, he hadn't developed his shtick by this point. But well, uh, it's funny. Sorry, go ahead. We have to go back to the opening credits. Like you know, after the Noriega, <laughs> yeah. after the Noriega setup, uh, he puts in the VHS. The movie starts. Oh, and then the, uh, the this, stamp of quality. This is I'm t- like, just look at. It's probably on YouTube or it's something. It's gotta be. Yeah, this the whole is movie's one of probably the on YouTube. Ugly. It's like this animated opening <laughs> sequence. This is. So ugly. Oh, I love it. I love it when characters turn into like animated, like, we haven't seen seen an animated movie opening since Chomps. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) wait, what's the song from Chomps again? I won't do it. I won't say it. He'll never leave me. So this is just like Adam Sandler, you know, sort of talking the credits in his little like balloon, the text balloons, but. Every pose, uh, they've obviously like done a caricature of him. But it yeah. is so horrifying. <laughs> every every time he changes poses, uh, we would just go, ugh. Well, it did this thing where so it was that would, your favorite part, Colin? It would change yeah, for like it would change for like two frames. So there would be two frames of him mo- moving to the next position, but uh. because it was only two frames, it was scary looking it's so ugly and he's like in the in front of this brick wall that looks like it's it's drawn from like pencil crayons Mm -hmm. by by a child my favorite uh part is the time padding of a nightmare that happens and a guy rips his face off and it turns to animation that's actually really good the one creative scene yeah Mm. there's so much padding in this movie (laughs) it's incredible just like the cameras are just rolling and people are just like riffing yeah in front of uh yeah i guess in front of nothing they're just on this boat it's just so many musical montages. So oh they, my god! There's a whole like Adam Rifkin plays like a rock star oh, in the film that, uh, who's broker. so gross looking. Oh. And that's I guess the joke. But it, it, like Adam Sandler's doing comedy, and then they go, "We want to see this guy sing because he plays a band of." Isn't some famous heavy metal band? I think it's band. called the, the Yellow Teeth or something. Yeah, something that's like right. That. Yeah. And he has gross teeth. Mm. And so does his agent, who is played Peter by Berg. a very young Peter Berg. Who, who looks disgusting in this movie. He's always sweaty. Yeah, he's always really sweaty, and he also has, like, really bad teeth. Peter yeah. Berg was, uh, Colin would know this, he was on a big TV show, wasn't he? I thought it was, like, 
ER Chicago Hope or oh, it, was it, was like a, ER. it was it was one of those doctor shows. Oh, okay. Because that's how he came up as like a young teen actor. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him and it was uh in one of those doctor shows. <clears throat> Before I forget, Adam Rifkin also directed a film that was written and produced by Sam Raimi, uh, Robert Tavern and Bruce Campbell. Really? They uh took pseudonyms on it. It's called The Nut House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it really heard bad? About this before? No. It's actually pretty funny. It's like a guy who has like mask-like powers who like he's always changing into different characters like very silly and wacky. Yeah. Who plays the lead character? Some guy. It's not Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> oh but it's God. like Rob Tapper and Sam Raimi, they wrote it and produced it. And Scott Spiegel wrote it as well. Oh my it's God. It's like a lost Sam Raimi film. Yeah. Wow. Other than Easy Wheels, which they also wrote, which is like a biker film. <laughs> oh, I still have to see Crime Wave. Ooh, it's very much like, it's like a lesser Crime Wave, <laughs> okay. um, which is, uh, Crime Wave is not funny, but it's fun to watch. Okay. So back to going overboard. Yeah. What, what, what have I missed? It feels like we've hit every beat. What was your favorite part, April? Well, I actually liked the talking to the camera quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen that in a movie in a long time. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce you to my friend, Deadpool. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. Well, I never saw the sequel, but... Uh, <laughs> it happens in the first one, too. I know, but who remembers that? That was a while ago. I First of all, I like that he basically reminded us that we were watching a movie. I liked the Medanist. I, I thought that was clever. I liked it, too. But the funny thing about like telling me that it's a bad movie that I'm watching, it's like, yeah. why am I watching this thing? <laughs> yeah. But like, it was just very like... <laughs> Oh, I think uh, I think I need to uh, have a dream sequence. I'm going to go to sleep now. Like it was like I don't know what the kind of absurdist comedy you would call that yeah. comedy yeah. that's calling attention to the fact that it's bad comedy. And I was hoping that this movie would be like a lot um, more of that. So not funny that it would be funny. Yeah. But that's not even what they're going for. I don't know what they were going for. That's what he tries to do in the dark backwards, and it doesn't really work. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird because you can you can see the type of movie that they're going for, or like the yeah. idea that you know the sort of like wacky a, fantastical anti comedy kind of. No, no, it's just like the sort of wacky fantastical mad magazine ish kind of almost exactly. like a, a zucker brothers form or but just like, like a more winking yeah like the lead guy yeah. was like have all these like fantasy sequences and blah 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 but they don't like commit really to anything one no, way or the other they don't um so and it's, it's just not that funny and it's, it's not, it's not fun funny. to hang out with any of these people either well dickie was kind of funny uh, he's ca- yeah, he, but he, I think he might have been the funniest character he, because he's so not funny. He's and purposefully he's uh, uh, just obnoxious, obnoxious and, he, yeah. and he has this really like awful laugh. You know like, what? <laughs> it, it's a film that I bet you it was a lot of fun to be on set. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm his, sure they were like chuckling away behind the camera. And as, as Bruce Campbell has said, the movies that are the most fun to make are always, always the, the worst. worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, because it was a lot of people's first movies, mm-hmm. I mean. I think maybe you do have to give it a little bit of a pass. Well, they were all making this movie, I think, because they had the resources. They could just yeah. shit it out. And then they assumed they would probably just move on from there and nobody would bring it up, bring it up again. <laughs> yeah. Except for the fact that Adam oh, no. became a Famous. huge star. So they kept returning yeah. to it and like trying they, to make money off of it. They wrote it in three days. They shot it in six days. <laughs> um, six days? Yeah. I did not know they shot it in six That's days. That's what it yeah. says on IMDb. I want to say it was like on the way to Cancun. Yes. Or so something it would have like been that. like within that timeline. You know what? Yeah. I believe it was shot in six days. Yeah, I can no believe that. No contest. Well, did you hear they uh, they lost a bag of camera lenses, so they had to shoot the whole movie with the wrong lenses? Uh, <laughs> and well, that's probably why 
why there's so much uh, wide angle and just like things looking wrong. Yeah, yeah because there, there's the one scene where uh, Adam Sandler is with his buddy in his cabin and yeah. he's practicing his stand-up. And oh, April was bad. like, this is really claustrophobic. So they have <laughs> one wide angle establishing shot yeah. of, of the room. And then when they cut into the close-ups, it's like they're that. really close well, up on them. I'll tell you why it's probably like that is that they were not on the boat anymore. And they were somewhere else and had to get like inserts of them talking. So if you shoot it <laughs> in a tight close up, you wouldn't know that they're not on the boat. I okay. don't know if they even had the money to do that kind of like reshoot. Mm. Um, there, there was like a boxing dream sequence that was obviously not on the boat. Yeah, um, that was kind of interesting. It was like uh, he kind of has another fantasy where he's sort of boxing. Uh, what's his name? Dickie Diamond. Yeah, but they're telling jokes. They're instead telling. Of, they're uh, telling like zingers, and each zinger like kind of hits with a thud, like boom. You know, it's like, oh, just like the way this movie lands with (laughs) With a thud. (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, those two henchmen characters were so annoying. Oh, God. I wanted to scratch my eyes out. I was so annoyed by them. Did you say what your favorite part was? Yeah, I said the talking to the camera. Oh, right, the talking to the camera. And finally, we come, we save the best for last. Uh, Colin, what was your favorite part of going overboard? Well, I'll tell you what my favorite, well, one of the better things about Mm. the movie was, I actually kind of liked the uh, Australian girl, Miss Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was kind of getting dragged around. She was like one of the better actors in the movie. And I thought she was kind of funny. Um, Wife of... Billy Zane. <gasps> oh, who, that could have been your favorite part. It is. Oh, I, it is. I forgot about Billy Zane, you guys. Billy Zane, who is actually in this movie as King Neptune. Uh, very funny when he shows up. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know what voice he's doing. It's like a combo of like Sean Connery and John Huston. He's like, oh, hello there. And he shows up. Uh, he's got his little trident. And Was like, Billy Zane on the whole trip, you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even recognize him at first. Pretty well, good. Well, I think he had met his wife, uh, who plays Miss Australia and uh, her last name is Zane in this movie so they must have been married Mm -hmm. and I think he had met her on Dead Calm Uh, which was shot the same year 1989 okay so I wonder if this was like his honeymoon cruise (laughs) (laughs) that would be pretty sad if he had to do that like hey actor Billy Zane hey like we said they were probably having big laughs like behind the camera yeah you know like oh that's so good every night after you know after rap they just go down to the the bar (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh, and they all get fecal cake. Oh, just like norovirus. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did you say what your favorite thing was, Justin? Yeah, I started a little animated bit. That oh. was my favorite part. Oh, the tiny little yeah. animated. Uh, yeah, that was good. I'm going to say the credits because that was the thing that Colin hated the most. I oh. love it. <laughs> so awful. Well, the end credits, I recall seeing um, there was a credit for Adam Sandler. It said, Additional stand-up comedy written by Adam Sandler. Really? So the script, you know, credit goes to the director, um, but he apparently wrote additional stuff, and the jokes are terrible. We didn't even point out that Billy Bob Thornton is also in this movie. Yeah, so heckling point. Adam Sandler. So yeah, so uh, Adam Sandler is like a waiter on this cruise ship, and you know he keeps like pestering. Uh, I want to say Dustin Diamond. It's Dickie, it's Dickie you know Diamond. Dustin Diamond is somewhere on a cruise right now doing stand up. No, yeah. probably. Uh, Saved by the Bell cruise. <laughs> yeah, but it's only like Dustin Diamond but, and the woman that was in that, like, uh, when they went to. <laughs> 
during the summer. Yeah, Stacy Carosi. <laughs> yeah, and they were doing like, um, you know, what is it, the dune buggy racing? Yeah. Like, wait, wasn't there another character that only appeared very briefly on Saved by the Bell? It was yeah, another woman. Yeah, and, and her like, name she disappeared. Her name they, was Tori. Yeah. There was a weird season where Jesse and Kelly were not in it for some reason, so they replaced her with one person. Mm-hmm, Tori. So yeah. it's like Tori and Dustin Diamond. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, but they're now in quarantine because of coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah. So they're adrift in like the Atlantic Ocean right yeah. now. The Saved by the Bell cruise. And like, you know, the cast of the college years is there as well. They're tweeting Trump, please help us. <laughs> what were you saying about Dustin? D- no, Dickie, Dickie, Diamond. Dickie Diamond. So he keeps pestering him and he's like, you know, let me just open for you. And, you know, he won't have it. So uh, Adam Sandler and his friend like lock him in a, in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Now, did they make him sick or did he just get sick on his own? I think he just got sick on his yeah. own. Yeah, because he, he's wearing like zombie makeup. Yeah, people also think... <laughs> think that he died because his hat fell in the water and then they have a funeral immediately which is kind (laughs) of it's kind of a funny it's kind of funny yeah idea see it's not such a bad movie you guys you're right four stars out of five Hey, I laughed like at the f- the second scene um, when Adam Sandler is going on the boat and he's like moving his arms. He's now, going, he's going up the stairs. People can't see me, but I'm like gesticulating with my arms, and I <laughs> and I thought it looked funny. He's doing this physical <laughs> shtick up the up the stairway onto the boat. And... What do you think was the thing that like attracted Adam Sandler or, or sorry Adam Rifkin to casting Adam Sandler for this role? I maybe like knew him or some mm-hmm. yeah doing stand up somewhere yeah. or something like that. But it does it's his stand up seems like his whole. Per- persona that we know of him now having yeah. is really unformed. Mm-hmm. This is a very, very different kind of Adam Sandler. I think Sandler. he still has a little bit of that um, put upon like charming leading man because sure. we're supposed to think, you know, we're supposed to feel bad for this guy. Like, he's the biggest loser. Yeah, and like he's not... Um, punching down like he does in his later movies mm-hmm. he, he hasn't does... discovered his man child persona yeah right, yeah he so he is still we, he's sympathetic mm. you know and he's kind of sweet you know um but i was actually expecting more like grosso humor in this and there's really hardly any there, there is some there's a little bit it's but... very tame for a supposedly yeah. sex comedy as well yeah like, Let's see some babe, and then just like people getting into like. Well, it's probably it's actual tools. actual yeah. contestants. Yeah, you so know, they're not going to get pageant. naked. For they're the not going to get naked. So yeah. you just endless sort of montages of just the camera panning across sunbathers. You know, sunbathers. Mm-hmm. Like whoa, and then there's one. <laughs> whoa, that was Colin because <laughs> he was falling out of his seat. Oh. I was like whoa. <laughs> I like spat out my margarita. <laughs> and then, then, oh no, I'm on a cruise as well. But it's set to these cover songs. There's this one kind of reggae song that plays over and over. And then there's lots of cover tunes. And then April called it. She's like, I think that's Adam Sandler singing these songs. Oh, I, really? I yeah. recognize the cover. I yeah. recognized him right away. Yeah. Because so, it's like, doesn't he sing like, uh, he sings Just My Imagination. Yeah, he does like a BTO song. Just My Imagination. Yeah, but the dream sequence where he's making out with the I feel bad that Adam Sandler has like completely dismiss this film because he was obviously like good friends with everybody that made it yeah so he wasn't like like a gun for hire if he like recorded the songs he did some writing on it like yeah we're all pals and then you know Rifkin is sitting there watching the spirit awards and he's like mm-hmm. what your first yeah. film <laughs> and also um Valerie Bryman I'm just not mentioning her name because you know she can uh, doesn't have to be guilty of this as well <laughs> Even yeah, though Rifkin know. gives us a call, he's like, it was all her. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, like, uh, yeah, considering his output now, you know, like the ridiculous six or something, mm-hmm. or yeah, 
it's like a horse diarrhea shitting into somebody's face. <laughs> that makes like, me laugh. The, the, this thing, Come a long way. This, this is the movie that, you know, he disowns. <laughs> Wait, is that in the ridiculous thing? Is that bad? I, I want to say it's Rob Schneider. You know, <laughs> Yeah, and he gets like, no, it's like, it's a, it's a diarrhea blast. And I think he's blown out of frame. Yeah. Wait, I'm laughing. Give him an Oscar to the horse and shit. God, you guys are terrible. You know what I watched a few days ago? Cause somebody convinced me that it may be good was, um. Oh no, the Zohan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw, I saw it on your letterbox. Well, don't, it is not good. Don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, my friend, it's two hours long. <laughs> my friend, who's an Adam Sandler fanatic, swears by that movie. You Dude, know what? The beginning no. is funny yeah. because it's like Adam Sandler is shirtless the entire time <laughs> and it's him being like an action hero. Like he catch bullets out of the air. Yeah. There's like a lot of physical comedy. But then when he gets to New York, he just hangs out for like an hour and 20 minutes. There's no plot. Yeah, I caught like half an hour mm. of that uh, on TV when I was in vacation, I believe in Cuba. And I was like, this is so bad. I have to stop watching it. So watching it. So it's Adam Sandler doing women's hair, but he's also having sex with them. <laughs> yes, he is. It's not a big deal though. It's just something that he does. Yeah. Um, and then that's when I turned it off. And why? Because you, <laughs> were you offended? Like, were you like, no, it's because it's bad. You're like, these women are too old. They should not yeah, be having yeah, sex. Exactly. Isn't, Isn't he like a, a secret agent or something? Yeah, or like he a, was a secret uh, Israeli agent. The whole okay. movie is about like, Israeli and Palestinian people in New York like getting together and oh, finding no. out they don't have to fight about anything. That's a funny joke. It's like a hacky sack tournament at one point. <laughs> two hours. Oh, man. It's two hours long. That's insane. Because well, it's written by uh, Robert Smigel is his name? The oh, guy yeah. who does... Um, TV Funhouse. Tri- Triumph. Yeah, Triumph, the insult comic dog. Yeah. Because I had watched the pilot that he wrote with Conan O'Brien of that um, Adam was, West. That was fucking amazing. Have you not yeah. seen that before? No, I mean, I've seen it. Oh, like, yeah, I yeah. saw it years ago. If people haven't seen it, it's Adam West is like um, what's it a called washed up, uh, yeah like a detective on the TV show yes it's like in one name yeah, yeah I, I've seen that clip to what is it called it's called. not Looker it's Look Well it's called Look Well mm. Look Well starring Adam West and the whole pilot's on YouTube and it didn't get picked up but it's so funny it is amazing and it's like Adam West like like I'm, I'm the world's greatest actor and he's so incompetent <laughs> yes. but he's so oblivious to his own incompetence <laughs> yep great stuff oh if only that got made oh. yeah instead of what going over Overboard? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to sacrifice going overboard for that. <laughs> and the Ridiculous Six has that diarrhea horse. I hope I'm not calling just making it up. He's like, it's a Western, I guess. No, no. Has diarrhea. Wait, why did you watch that movie? I didn't watch He the didn't movie. watch. He just saw a clip online. I saw a clip. And now, <laughs> it's on Netflix. We've so. turned into that podcast where like people are just laughing and the listener's like, why are they laughing? <laughs> That's the only scene. So now every time I think of that movie, yeah. it's just the diarrhea movie. Oh, I should point out, Zohan also has Rob Schneider in brown face. So, yeah, you know, it was go. a bad time. Well, so did That's all he's done. yellow face. That's all he's done his whole career. Well, Ridiculous Six certainly has him in brown face. It does. Because it's, uh, it's covered in diarrhea. <laughs> That's my favorite part of going overboard. <laughs> a diarrhea horse. All right. Uh, Serious. I hope, I hope I'm not misremembering and like, oh no, you know, getting people to I watch that. Oh, I had something to say about going overboard. Yes. How did please. they get? How did they get Milton Berle? <laughs> yes. Wait. I just got to point out. April has been looking so bored. As me and Colin have been <laughs> laughing. She's like doing her nails. I'm just letting you guys enjoy your diarrhea conversation. Not that I don't think it's funny. I but, have to watch but that. Someone scene has though. to be the adult in the room. <laughs> yeah. Milton Berle shows up in this movie, uh, this delivering is... the only funny jokes in the picture. In. <laughs> 
insane. I don't know. If they just not had him on the boat. Obviously, they had him for like an hour or something like that. They sit down at a at a restaurant. Mm. This is like another kind of fantasy. It's a fantasy, scene. right? Yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler says like, I wonder what Milton Berle would you know say. Uh. And he's like, Hey, kid. And then he sits down with him at a restaurant. It's probably like, I want to shoot at a restaurant. I want you to pay for my meal. <laughs> Milton Berle would just at a restaurant. Yeah, like, they, just, they just saw him, and then they were just like, "Get your camera and just ask him, ask him nicely," yeah. you know. And then he does some jokes for him, and then Milton Berle's like, "That's not funny." Did um, you used to watch Milton Berle in the Colgate Comedy no, Hour? No, <laughs> I don't. What is Milton Berle from? I know the name. He and... did a bunch of movies. Okay. Um, no, Milton. He probably like you know an old vaudevillian stand-up, whatever. I don't think he's that. He was a comedy. He's pretty old. He's a comedy guy. Yes, but everybody yeah. knows his name. So. Oh yes. sure, yeah, Uncle Milty. He's known. <laughs> Wait, that was his nickname. Was he, uh, I think he uh, might have uncle? had like a show called like the Milton Burl Show. Or I'm Comedy sure. Hour. Yeah, yeah, he's been. You know, you always see him. I apologize mm. uh, for famous not for having who Milton Burl is famous for having a huge penis. Uh, I'm <laughs> not joking. He, like Liam Neeson? <laughs> no, I'm not. I like, like a Coke bottle. I heard that too, just because they made a joke about that on Friends once. So that's oh. how I know who Milton Burl is. <laughs> Well, uh, before we started recording, Colin was asking me about the other um, kind of big comedy stars that they tried to exploit by re-releasing their older films. And I think the one that is the most famous for that is Jim Carrey. Yes. Because they right. put out Rubber Face, which was not <laughs> called Rubber Face, which is a TV movie about a young woman who wants to be a stand-up, and Jim Carrey helps her out as oh, a stand-up as well. okay. And then there's also Copper Mountain, which stars Jim Carrey and Alan Thicke. Oh, Alan Jesus. Thicke. Yeah, a who, comedy duo for the ages. <laughs> go to Both Canadian. Canadian. Uh, ca- ca- Canadian. Can- Canada's dad, Alan Thicke. Who goes to um, a ski resort, and the film was paid for by a ski, the ski resort. <laughs> yeah. And I think they win a competition, or they watch like a Bachman-Turner Overdrive play a bunch of songs. <laughs> It sounds like a very similar movie to Going Overboard, yes. where it's like, we have this space, this vacation space, mm, yeah. let's make a movie around that. You know? uh, Jim Carrey does a lot of imitations, which is not something he did that much. It's just like Jim Carrey doing shtick. Yeah, mm. for sure. The uh, DVD I have is from mm. South Africa, and it has Jim Carrey's <laughs> just like Photoshop face like right on the front. Doesn't he have a big, long, like rubbery neck as well <laughs> no, or something? Uh, maybe rubber he's, face. He's talking about <laughs> Copper Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the movie ends with Jim Carrey getting into a brutal ski accident, <laughs> breaking his neck. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> the sequel, Copper Mountain 2, Rubberneck. <laughs> but yeah, those IMDb reviews are full of people saying, I was an Adam Sandler fan, so I, when I saw this at the Walmart bin, I thought, why not? You've and been they duped. Were, yeah, they were all duped, and they were like, don't watch this if you're not an Adam Sandler fan, and don't watch it if you are an Adam Sandler fan, just don't watch this. Then who is it for? Adam uh, Sandler? Uh, no, apparently not. Alan Colvert fans. <laughs> he, he showed up. He's uh, Adam Sandler's friend who is in oh, all wait. his movies. I had that in my notes. Of course, Grandma's b- Boys himself. Yeah, he was I, the. I've um, never seen any of those movies. No, I haven't seen Grandma's. Grandma's no, but I mean, anything. like. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying you haven't seen any Adam Sandler movies? No, Adam <laughs> Who Cole, is Adam Sandler? Adam, because if you have, you have seen him. You just didn't Guaranteed. know oh, okay. him. The I only ones I've seen are Billy Madison. He's in that. He's one of Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, he's his caddy. And he was like the bum he picked up and he has like a big beard. <laughs> really? You haven't seen The Wedding Singer? Because he has a bigger oh, yeah, role I in did, that. I did. He's, I can't remember it though. He's his friend who I think is named... Uncle Frank, which is funny because I have an Uncle Frank who kind of looks like him. Wait, when did is your uncle <laughs> Alan Colbert? Or maybe we were just calling him this character Uncle Frank. Wait, okay, so like who does Alan Colbert <laughs> play in Big Daddy? 
I haven't seen Big Daddy, if you can believe it. Well, that was a big one oh, after God. Happy Gilmore. I've seen Little Nicky. Oh, I haven't seen Little Nicky. In oh, Little Nicky, it... he's the bald roommate who is uh, a struggling actor. I think I've blocked that movie. It's so bad. <laughs> Coming soon to so no such thing. It is so bad. I'm not saying it's fantastic Wait, or anything. That has but... a farting bulldog in it, doesn't it? Uh, like... Oh, yeah, probably. It's, it's one probably of the, I feel like that's one, it's one of the better... Uh, uh, Adam Sandler movies like they got really they got, little Nicky yeah no. No, I'm not saying it's uh, it's no happy Gilmore but it's I feel like it's like that and then like as they get older they got worse like uh, um, anger management oh, I saw so that bad. in the I want to like little Nicky was like his first kind of like bigger budget it movie. was and it was a big flop too, yeah it was well. a huge flop because it was so obnoxious mm-hmm. and the lead character is so awful but yeah it was he- being heavily promoted and it had like a big cast and like, I only like uh, the Adam Sandler films that are uh, in the spirit of going overboard the he takes a vacation movie like <laughs> the Jennifer Aniston ones uh, where he goes to Africa just the go grown-ups. with it oh, okay yeah, I haven't seen any of those 50 scams. first dates all of his movies I hate are... 50 first dates <laughs> wait, okay wait wait, wait we got a movie that April hates why do you hate 50 first dates um, because it's about a real mental illness and I feel like it's just sad because it's about a woman who wakes up every day and doesn't know that like life is what she's perpetually her mind resets to the day she got hit in the head Mm. it's a sad story about a woman who has to go on 50 dates with Adam Adam Sandler Sandler. I I just found it to be actually really sad and I'm like making fun of this woman's disability is it a real medical condition I think it's maybe one they just made up for the movie uh, well, there are people yeah. who, um, well, like Memento. But that's not a um, real medical condition. Well, there are people who, I saw a documentary about it once. Like, there are people who, uh, they don't have, like, long-term, their long-term memory, memory yeah, gets yeah, messed yeah. up. So, like, if they, this guy, like, lived with his wife, and every time she would leave the room and come back, mm. he would go, oh, my God, hi. Like, he hadn't seen her in years. <laughs> so, there are conditions like that. That was, like, uh, Mr. Short-Term Memory on Saturday Night Live. Never watched played with Played by Tom Hanks. I have never watched. <laughs> Watched an entire episode of Saturday Night Live. Really? No, oh, it was man. never part of my childhood. Uh, you know what? I gave up on it. I had to give up after a long time of watching it. But you know what? I rewatched it last weekend because RuPaul was on. Ooh. And I watched uh, watch skits of someone famous, like Adam sure. Driver. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, um, there were like two good skits in that whole show. <clears throat> so it's like two out of ten. Yeah, they're know? few and far between. I didn't watch Weekend Update because it's way too long. Oh, I when I was like in high it. school, it was just like obsessed. Everybody would but watch. That was like the comedy thing, right? That was the thing. And like every, mm-hmm. you know, Monday morning, Morning, everybody would talk about the skits from Saturday Night Live. It's like, oh, like this guy. But so it was who, like during the uh, Phil Hartman yeah, years. Yeah, that was like Harvey. your like era, the yeah. like early to fun. mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I was really more watching it a little after that, in like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it's like it, Will Ferrell. Yeah, and it was still good. Yeah. And then, oh like, God. I, I wrote it into like the whole like the Kristen Wiig years and the Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. and like it was still really. I love Will Forte. Like oh, Will Forte is yeah, really awesome. funny. And, and, yeah, as soon as like those, and I, I watched it into like, uh, like up until like five years ago or something, like way mm-hmm. too long after it started <laughs> That's getting way bad. Too long. Yeah, and there's, it's, I think it's still like um, fostering good talent. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I really like AD Bryant, who I believe is still on it. Um, but were you like I am only going to stop watching when Bobby Monahan leaves? <laughs> you know who's still on it? Keenan Thompson. Yeah, he's never going to leave. It's like is, twenty years is now. Is Tim Meadows still on it? <laughs> Meadows. He's not still on it, but I mean, he's around. <laughs> Wasn't he like the longest standing member? Was he one of the longest no, standing members? I, I think, think so. the longest one was. Um, oh fuck! 
Who's that impersonator no, they keep yeah, bringing back? Um, I can't remember. White guy. <laughs> yeah, white guy. He, 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 he do, like, he's like the master impersonator. Yeah, they always get I, back I to do like Bill Clinton. I name. Um, oh, I know exactly who. I could see him like in a, my yeah, mind. I, I, I forget his name. I, um, I loved him. Daryl Hammond? So was it Daryl Hammond? Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Hammond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he was the longest, but well, I mean, I could be wrong. I was going to say that you legally have to love Billy Madison, right? Because that was shot in Oshawa. Down the street from where my mom lives. So he had a giant mansion just like in Billy Madison believe it or not that mansion is just in the city it's beside the hospital and it's also beside my high school funnily enough and you still give Billy Madison tours if you want to go to Oshawa and see all those sights and sounds oh man Um, well you can go into that um Parkwood Estate and just like walk around the grounds you're allowed to do that so we did that in in high school I remember seeing that we were at a video store with my friends this was like when I was at Sheridan uh, taking animation and we were at the video store we were trying to decide on what to get for the evening and they were playing Billy Madison on the screens Mm -hmm. and we were just sort of like pause and like watch it and we were in tears like laughing so hard we thought it was the funniest thing and then we rented it and watched it like twice and one in the same night yeah i was gonna say a video clerk came up to you he's like would you like to rent that movie <laughs> like, i've already seen the best part <laughs> that one get me that movie <laughs> but yeah i mean billy madison is great happy gilmore is great the wedding singer is a great big billy madison fan but oh, man I, billy I loved happy gilmore yeah, I was, i've seen I, happy gilmore a hundred i was more really? of a happy gilmore <laughs> yeah. but i'm like um, the opposite i've really, really? seen happy, oh, gilmore. happy gilmore i watched it like two years ago it's uh, still holds up it's still very funny yeah i would totally watch it now um and uh i think the wedding singer is is really funny as well a little more on the sweeter side that was like more of a mainstream movie i remember my mom watching that going Uh, i saw this movie called the Wedding." yeah that's like a watch with your family but my parents loved it because it's like a tribute to the 80s before that like we're doing that a lot now which is weird but this Mm -hmm. was like doing it back in the 90s you got billy idol in there yeah uh, <laughs> that's all that's all I have to say Billy, uh, every time you say Billy Idol I'm like Billy Talent they're still around <laughs> Billy Talent do you know oh, uh, the guitarist Ian Dessa of Billy Talent Billy Talent how do you know the guitarist's name he used to be a compositor at Core really? Digital Pictures yeah I can't sing one Billy Talent song yeah. for oh you. I can I like Billy Talent yeah I don't know anything about them but yeah Ian I bump into him from time to time oh really super nice guy and wait like while he was in Billy Talent? Uh, no, he still is. And but yeah, no. Oh no no, he's not still a compositor. Oh no 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 no. Okay. So this was way back when. Yeah. So when the band was taking off, he had to like tell the bosses at Core, mm. you know, like, oh my band's really doing well, and I'm gonna like leave. To, to Colin, do, come and join us to do our lead singer. No, to this full time. And uh, one of the producers is like. <laughs> he's so negative to this day we bug him about it but he's like ah band's never that's not gonna go anywhere it's like you wanna stay being a compositor yeah that, you know, he's like a big you're gonna have this fleeting fame and now they're like selling out although fucking, like, I mean halls. hey American fans do you know who Billy Talent <laughs> is? Because they might be just like a Canadian phenomenon. Their biggest song. No, no, no that's Papa. Their biggest song, their first big song was called Try Honesty. Uh, and it was like, fuck, yeah. It goes, it goes, forgive me, Father. Why should you bother? Try Honesty. Try. They were, um, you might call them Screamo. Um, they were a screaming oh, they band. Were, like, were they Screamo? Because yeah. I think it like Alexis on Fire. Though that's like the Ooh, pinnacle of Screamo. I love this screamo. new riffing. No such thing as a bad movie. Uh, yeah. You should call me Adam Rifkin. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real going overboard joke. 
Uh, what was it that you said while we're watching it? You're, what? Uh, go, something about, you made a pun about going overboard. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this movie what should a great go setup. overboard. <laughs> no, he made a funny joke about Disney Plus when we were watching Aladdin. Oh, yeah. I said they should call it Disney Minus. <laughs> and just have like Aladdin on <laughs> it. You said that was a great joke. <laughs> and gold. Was, you know, that was like a going overboard joke. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm Adam Sandler telling that in front of everybody. So where did you watch uh, Going Overboard, April? Um, where can other people watch it? It is available on an app called Tubi, um, which again, might only be for Canadians. I'm not sure. Tubi is like the new Crackle. Yeah, Crackle, I believe, doesn't exist anymore, or at least it doesn't for us. So it's free. Um, it's an app that you can download, and there are ad breaks. But just sometimes, there was like two ad breaks in us for this, but I watched an entire movie the other night on it and, those, and none. Those ad breaks saved me. Every time an, every time an like, ad would play. Oh, like the gun to your temple. Yeah, like, I would say, <laughs> I'd say, oh, thank God. Um, but yeah, I got to say, I would recommend this movie if you're curious because... <laughs> Uh, okay, I picked it because I wanted to push the limits of this podcast, mm. and this is supposed to be a really, really bad movie, yes. and it certainly felt long for an hour and 37 minutes. Again, we How checked. How is it an hour and 37 minutes? And this it's is, all padded. This is basically. crazy. It's like April did the thing again. Like, should we check how long yeah, the movie yeah, has yeah. left? How much, how much more can the Black Devil doll do? 45 yeah. minutes left in the fucking movie. But we were point. more than halfway through and at that point. it felt like we were wrapping it up. Like, okay, there's <laughs> I mean, nowhere else to go. There was nothing to wrap oh, up in this yeah. movie. But so. at the end, Adam Sandler does get to fuck a mermaid, so no harm done. Uh, Billy Zane's daughter in the movie movie and her name is slimy oh yes yeah, <laughs> i'm king neptune this is my daughter Wait, she's been do you think funny people was making a joke about that because there's a whole like movie within the movie where adam sandler's a mermaid he's it's like, like a merman. dolphin or yeah, i don't know merman. yeah I don't it, was know. A, it was a you know a wink to going overboard i gotta <laughs> say i didn't like funny people mm. uh, okay. it wasn't very funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> ray romano's great in that movie i don't even remember him being in it. Yeah, him and um, Seth Rogen have like a big bit where they're like, oh, look, there's Eminem over there. He's like, oh no, he's looking at us. Funny People was depressing. Um, but you know what? I watched it <laughs> Funny when, was right there in the title. I watched it when I was hungover, so that could have been on me. Um, mm. So maybe it's not that bad. But I found it very overindulgent because yes. um, yeah. what's that? Uh, uh, Judd Apatow's family is in it again. And at that point, I was feeling very uncomfortable about that. And then he did it again uh, oh, with the, the so This bad. is 40. And I we just felt this like. This is 40 for this podcast. Dude, yeah. No. Stop filming your life because it's. Because Coming embarrassing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you stick it to Jet Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's it for. Uh, that's it for going over. Are, are you guys not recommended? I'm guessing. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Go but, see Psycho Cop Two instead. Yeah, this is a big, or uh, big no like for you me. said, uh, Love and Sex. Love and Sex. Yeah, uh, same director, uh, same writer. Uh, very good movie. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Famke Jensen still smoking hot in it, and uh, uh, John Favreau, little Johnny Favreau. Also, also him? kind of smoking hot. So mm, okay. he's such a he's such a baby in that movie. Yeah, and he's really funny too. It's 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 charming. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was not charming. No. Um, so if you want to donate to the Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And next week we have an episode coming out on uh, the live action Aladdin. Ugh. Yo. Wait, uh, did we like it? Did we not like it? Whoa. Listen to find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is available on Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wish our podcast was available on Disney. Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney minus. Uh, if you want to email us, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at no such thing pod, and my personal Twitter is at April Atmansky. 
You can follow me on Twitter at DeClue, J D E C L O U X, letter J on Letterboxd, Justin DeClue, or listen to the Important Cinema Club, which is a podcast that comes out every week that I co host. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter. It's S G T Z I M A, Sergeant Zima. And that is it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening, and I hope you didn't go overboard listening to this episode. I Man, hope this episode you know didn't make you want to go overboard. I hope you're already booting up Netflix to watch Ridiculous yeah. The funny thing is, I'm just like looking at this counter to see how long we've recorded, yeah. and uh, just like the movie, we're padding this thing out. And someone just knocked on the door. Okay, well, well that, that's it. that does it for this week. I'm April Atmansky. Just a clue. And also, and also Colin Cunningham. Oh, I ordered something. <laughs> and remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>